0: Welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Infusion CBD. CBD is scientifically proven to help with all things mental health, but not only that, it also helps with your muscles and joint pain. I use Infusion CBD. Now, it is fucking brilliant. It's award-winning and it is just fantastic. They have everything from your standard drops to your sweets to your muscle balm bath salts, coffee, the lot. The coffee is superb. I use it. But not only that, I also use the muscle balm and it's helped me no end with my joint pain within my ankles and my knees. And it's just amazing. Put in the promo code GRANITE15 at checkout and get yourself 15% off. You are welcome. This episode is a fucking brilliant one. It's inspiring, it's motivating, and we go on a few tangents. It is just fantastic. Granite Zero at its finest. I'm joined by US Army veteran Tan, who is a double amputee after an IED blast took both his legs. Not only that, he is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu purple belt and just an all-round inspiring, motivating motherfucker. So without further ado, welcome to the Granite Zero podcast, Tan. live but live with for me and you welcome to the grind zero podcast ham
1: what's going on how you doing brother
0: i'm good i am good my friend so you are my fourth or fifth podcast virgin which i enjoy taking the virginity that's 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 always good (laughs) how was your sunday is it good
1: Oh, it's pretty good so far, man. Like right here, what do we? Uh, we're over the pond, right? So we're cr- we're across the pond. So what do we like? Five hours apart. So right here is nine a.m. Oh, I've so you so far and early. so good. Yeah, no, nah, I I enjoy bright and early, yeah, so I could get the rest of my day done.
0: Yeah, I know, you know with I the kiddos. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I I had my two. Well, wow. I don't I don't know if it's still a big thing over there, but obviously the elf on the shelf. Um, so we have to every day we have to hide. <laughs> or do something with the fucking elf. Um, yeah, so yeah. My, my two my two little ins this morning knew it. Well, I say littleuns. One's nine, 6 one six. They're up, cracker sparrows, searching for this elf, and I hid it in a in a in like a like a biscuit tin, cookie jar. <laughs> you might want to call it from over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with cookies all over its face and that. They are the excitement. I love it. I love the excitement that they have because they, they, it's still magical to them. They've run upstairs thinking that this elf has magically got into a cookie jar. It's, it's, it's brilliant. I love it. It's the it's, it's stuff
1: that's keeping the kids, you know, a little innocent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It keeps the kids a little innocent and having some fun, you know, instead of, you know, the type of the world we live in. Now everybody, everybody has to grow up too fast and too
0: everything fast? is going too fast. Yeah, it's the phones and, and the internet and, and iPad pods and everything. Like my 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 me and my eldest have started watching stranger things and obviously that's set in the 80s and she's like oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah and she's like oh they're out on their bikes and it's like dark i'm like yeah those were the days my love those were the days like, i grew up in the 90s but even then we were out on the bikes out until like past the street lights coming on you know oh yeah oh, and oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Going off to the quarry and, and things like that and like just making mischief and she's like, "Can I do that? Absolutely not. No, you can. not Why not? Because <laughs> there's there's creatures out there that want to steal you. That's why." <laughs> you stay. At you home? guys, honest truth. So I've noticed. Um, are you are you from Philly? Do you live? In, I am. Do you live there now, or are you, or not? Or yeah, no.
1: Uh, I. I live on the borders of Philadelphia now. Ever since I came back from, um, ever since I came back, I, uh, I just had to get away from you know the city life because yeah, yeah. of uh you know because of all the stuff that goes on around there. So I, I'm, I'm out of here in a, a nice you know calm, collective you yeah. know suburban area. So yeah, it's it's a, it's a slower, slower pace. Nice,
0: no, that's what that's what you want when you get older, isn't it? You want you want to slow down. You want to be stuck getting fucking in this uh, but to be fair I've never really lived in in a big city at all I'm like the the city that I grew up in is tiny like I don't even know if it's cla- it's only classed as a city because it's got a cathedral and over here that counts as a city um but other than that I've, I've like all the military bases that I well the military base I served in was in the middle of middle of nowhere where I live now is pretty much in the middle of nowhere so I've, I've always been in in the middle of nowhere it's nice but the reason why I brought up Philly um, growing up, not so much now, sort of, I've sort of like stopped following um, American sports, really. But I, I was always a, a Sixers fan. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, Philadelphia 76ers is my team. Growing up, obviously, Iverson, he was like a fucking hero for me. Oh, the fucking, a- the fucking answer. Yeah, mate. Well, growing up, so I, I was, I used to play basketball a lot growing up as a, as a kid. Um, Even though I'm I'm I'm, yeah I'm, I'm a midget i'm five foot six so <laughs> i'm a small man but i am um, i used to i used to play basketball quite a decent level and my hero is obviously iverson being a, a smaller player playing against these giants and not giving a shit so like, i've always followed like sixes and and that and then i was like well if i'm following sixes i might as well follow the eagles as well why not like any, any like American sports, Philadelphia is where I'm at. That's my, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's what's up dude.
0: Yeah. So we've got something in common already, <laughs> but yeah, so we, we have got in, uh, in comms together through mutual friend of Josh Palmer. So, yes. Uh, yes. So I, I first met Josh. he he be part from the podcast. He doesn't remember me. So, um, I, I first met him when I first started sort of MMA style training. I did a bit of jujitsu and, and what have you. And he twisted me up like a pretzel a lot. Um, I think he was a purple belt back then. It was about 10 years ago. And I was like, who is this guy that fucking is destroying me? Like, di- didn't look athletic at all, but fucking hell, he was doing all this damage to me. And I was like, I, I, I was a, a fit sort of semi pro boxer style military guy. And I was like, this guy shouldn't be beating me up. <laughs> it destroyed me.
1: <laughs> uh, that's, that's a, that's a mutual. Uh, that's how I, I met Josh too, as well. I, uh, I at, at the time I met him, I was just, I think I was about five months into my jujitsu journey. I was a white belt yeah. and uh, um, I was uh I was, I was, you know, we, we, was, uh, we were high, we, we were high. Like, you know, you, you, know, you get that, that, that feeling when you just, when a lot of people, they get that bug, you know, when, when they yeah, love it yeah. so much. So, so I live in Philadelphia, but where, um, Josh was training at Josh was training in South Jersey, which is about a 45 minute drive from where I live at. So, but they always have open mats and stuff like that. So I, I attend these open mats and that's exactly, that's where I, I I met Josh and, um, he introduced himself to me i believe he was a purple belt at that time too as well and he introduced me he introduced, he introduced himself to me and um he mentioned to me that, about how he worked he trained with military folks and stuff like that over over across over there at the pond yeah, yeah. and um but before he introduced himself to me he, we, we bumped and fist and we we slapped hand bump fist and he beat the shit out of me <laughs> yeah. he, he didn't he, he didn't give it he, 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 he didn't give a shit if i was a a uh, fucking bilateral amputee he just fucking choked me out and he just fucking bow and arrowed me and he knee, knee on belly me and he said don't do this don't, don't do this don't do this I was like okay thank you very much yeah so i yeah, just yeah. like so it's, it's, that's what i love about jujitsu is that when you're when you get on the mat it doesn't matter if you're a fucking amputee or a um you know quadruple amputee or a tri- triple amputee you're on the mat. You're you're on the ground. You're on the same. You're on the same fucking level yeah, playing field. Level. He beat the shit out of me. Yeah, he, he didn't give a shit. But at the end, but at the end, he did. He did. He did try to make me feel. better. he said, "Your jiu jitsu is pretty good." I'm like, "Get the f out of here, dude!" My fucking <laughs> jiu jitsu is shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, unfortunately, I haven't really. I haven't done much rolling for for a while. I've done. I've done a bit, but when when I when I finally when I each time. I get back on the mat, I get I get humbled like all the time. I'm like, I'm still learning. And I get frustrated, but then I'm like, oh I gotta do some more. I've got to do some more. And then you get humbled again. And you're like, oh, how did you do that? Oh, I gotta do some more. <laughs> so I remember that when I first did it, when I first started MMA and I first started um, doing a bit of rolling and um, my missus was like how did you find it? And I went, "Oh, I got choked out a lot." And she went, "Oh, you're not going back then?" I went, "No, I I need to go back because I need to know how the fuck he did that to me, so I can do it back to him." <laughs> you know what I mean? And it just keeps spiraling like that. Doesn't it is, it is a bug. It is a good bug.
1: It is. It's a very, it's a very healthy bug. I was, I was very lucky and uh, to find it, uh, come across. It. I mean, like, we, I mean, we did a little bit of that stuff here in a when I was in the military. But I mean, I, I was. I was, you know, into it at first, you know, because I didn't realize what it was all about. Because, you know, in the military, we didn't, you know, it was it was it wasn't called jujitsu; it was called combatives. Yeah, so yeah. I was yeah. like, okay, and I didn't know that in combatives you were, were allowed to do all that stuff. And when I come out into the civilian world, yeah,
0: yeah, I needed I, I
1: needed something, and I, I was I found it, and look, I know I was, there's more to it than the stuff that we learned in in our in our in the military and awesome. it was, it brought me back in and i loved it man i love every single no i loved it i mean i still love it i love the shit out of it i mean it, there are, my fucking garage has got fucking jujitsu mats all over the place and it's insane it's insane it's awesome. so. it is awesome and, and
0: the and the in, in in terms for for the listeners of the podcast have realize about um well i started this podcast through mental health sort of issues it's my journey yeah. my journey through through my own issues that i've got and things like jiu jitsu are brilliant for that because of the mental aspects that you it's a fucking human chess game like i put my hand here he's going to go there so i need to go over here i need to do and, and just constantly move like physically it's fucking knackering so tiring, I mean, having the weight of someone else on you and you have to try and move them and then you have to think at the same time, whoo, you know, it's good, it's good. I, it I highly good. recommend it. It's, it's so great that you
1: brought that up. It, it's so great that you brought that up because I mean, little did I know that, I mean, that they're, they're fucking, it's amazing how so similar it is you know, yes, it's great for us ourselves as in, you know, our sort of veterans and we have our, you know, issues, whatever, you know, because, you know, when I, you know, I mean, I, I was die I mean, I'm diagnosed with PTSD and TBI, so, but when, you know, and I was dealing, I was going through a lot of shit and all this whatever, but, you know, little did I know that fucking jujitsu fucking, fucking helped out so much in that fucking area, man, dude. You know, it brought back, you know, the structure that I needed it brought back yeah. the fucking motivation that I won uh, that I once had you know and yeah it's just to ha- just to be able to you know it's almost we're I wouldn't say we're back in combat or whatever but you know yeah, yeah. but just to be have our, our minds you know motivated again and thinking again and have that rank structure like we have, you know, the belts where they're, you know, the colors of the belts is like the rank structure of our in yeah. the military, and the discipline that we need, yeah. yeah, the discipline that I need, you know, to fucking to cope with. Also, it and, um,
0: you know. it's also got that comradeship as well. Oh yeah, I love uh, it, it, it I doesn't love it. matter if um, fucking Joe Blogs puts you in an armbar. You're like, shit, that's fucking like, right, let's get back to it and fucking get on with it. It's just. just awesome i think and and well loads of different like as much as i i never really appreciated it in terms of um physical activity but obviously things like crossfit as well when they've got that that community like so you've got jiu-jitsu their community you've got crossfit got a community and and well fuck it vegans have got a community it seems like all these different communities but then it's (laughs) It's what a lot of people, especially military people, that leave the military for whatever, whether it's an injury like yourself or, or for me, it was family reasons why I left. You, you lose that sense of community, that comradeship. And that's where a lot of these issues come from. Like for me, with my depression and then that, was, was the fact that I didn't have, didn't have my team anymore. I didn't have, I didn't have my self-purpose, my, my self-worth. That's why I went down on my downward spiral because I was like, well, I've lost everything. Luckily for me, I've got, I, I, I joined a, well, as you would guys would call it, I joined a soccer team. It was only a, a little five-a-side kickabout um, with, with two of my ex-servicemen that I served with. So I had a little bit of a like a Monday night. We'd go, oh, we got, we got football tonight. I'm getting there, it. It's like the best day of the week. But first day of the week, best day of the week. And then the rest of the week I'm like, oh, I can't wait till Monday. But, you know, and then trying to find a local, um, a local um, gym to do some jujitsu in was finding quite difficult. Now they, they seem to be sprouting up now. Well like I type in Google and I'm like, oh fuck, there's one down the road. I'll join that. And uh, there's a there's another another guy that I used to do um, sort of outdoor military style boot camp training, physical activity for, for civilians and that. The, the main instructor there, he's humbled me. A few times now, um, he he's actually a purple belt himself, and he's got all the mats and that in his house. So I'm like, oh, I'll just come round and see you of an evening. You know what I mean? It's like all these little things that you you can pick up, and and it's just it's just awesome. And yeah, but you can't take away from the the comradeship that jujitsu has as a as a global family, you might say.
1: No, you're talking. I- I have to absolutely agree with you there, because, you know, because, um, I mean, I've, let's see, I've competed in so many tournaments, and it brought back, you know, I ran into a couple of people that served in the same division, and the same unit, and, and that I've served in, and we've been in the same combat zone areas, and stuff like that, and this is all brought together by jiu-jitsu, you know, and it's... Unbelievable. I mean, it can also, I mean, look at what's going on right now. I mean, we're we're having an in-common conversation about a sport that we enjoy doing. And it's yeah. all and but then but then it's not just that. It's just we're both we're doing the same sport and we're also served our countries too, as well. And yeah, and it's a very, very, very tight camaraderie that and I totally agree with you there. We I without my comrades, I, I was I was lost. True, yeah, truly was exactly. us it's just and
0: the point as, as much as uh, as much as the the us and the uk have that intercountry rivalry a little bit of banter that we have between ourselves it's like even now i, I still chat with um some u.s marines that i served with over in in afghanistan in my final tour i still send them a, a message now and then saying how are you doing and then it's like, by the way, our fucking basic training was longer than yours, and you're supposed to be elite, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Little things like that, but it's, it's it's fucking brilliant, and and I've had um a few different serving um uh, members of the U.S. Armed Forces on, on the show now, which is which is good. I had uh, uh Josh Bridges, former Navy SEAL, um, CrossFit athlete. He, he's been on. Uh, Liz Carmouche. The powerful Liz Carmouche from former U- UFC title challenger. Uh, and then recently, Adam Dorito, who's obviously going through his problems with uh, his cases against the US military with all the, with all the sexual abuse scandals. And <laughs> that's, that's, that's a crazy story. That, that He's been on a couple of times and I'm still not getting my head around his story. Um, and that, now and that yourself so I've had pretty I think I've had the try services now now having you on as the, as the army
1: yeah that's awesome that's awesome I'm I'm, I'm very happy to be on I, I mean like I said man thank you so much and this is like my like I said it's my first podcast but um it's pretty cool it's a, it's so. a
0: good format I love I, I used to love list, just listening to podcasts and um it, it's crazy that you can get like, like we're doing is over, over Zoom. Like, I'm in the UK, in a, in a small area in Kent. You're in the outskirts of Philly. And we're having a, a, a conversation. It's madness when you think about it. Technology is crazy shit. And the funniest thing is, I'm, we're having a decent... I've got, a, finally, I've got a decent connection with no technical difficulties. Touch wood. <laughs> like, I, I had a call with my brother last week. Last week, my brother was... Um, my, my my guest on the show and our connection was fucking terrible like he sounded like a robot he was cutting in and out and i'm like Fuck, i can't be bothered with this we almost didn't bother doing it and now fast forward a week i'm talking to a guy in philly and the connection is perfect it's weird It's <laughs> <laughs> madness uh so anyway time so yeah back, back, back to it i love by the way we love a tangent on the ground zero podcast so if you Feel like a tangent just go with it it's not a problem but so you served in the U.S. Army were you was uh, was it infantry I think you said part of the infantry yes
1: yes I served in the infantry the U.S. Army infantry
0: happy days and you went to the lovely desert areas the same as me
1: <laughs> love it love, love the heat
0: the desert. some say we're still in the desert it's craziness So we sort of um, semi-touched on it when you were going through your little journey through um, jiu-jitsu, but you're a, is it W amputee?
1: Yes, yes, I'm a bilateral amputee. Um, Yep, I was wounded in combat through an IED, uh, went off right beside my vehicle, um, you know, took off both my legs. I mean, (laughs) actually, (laughs) what can I say?
0: Do you know what? It's quite funny. So, um, not not, not that that story is not funny. I just want to clear that up. Um, when I was when I first sorry, my something in my eyes, my name. Uh, when I first was um going through my mental health issues, I went to I went to therapy, and I was talking about some of the things that um happened. Not not that I, not that something like what you went through happened, but things like rocket attacks and and this oh, yeah. and potentially going out each time I went out on the ground, the same sort of situation may have happened to myself and the way I was talking about it was very similar to how you just described it, very blasé and well, it is what it is, that's, not that that's what I signed up for but that's what I sort of expected may happen and she was like, how can you do that, how can you talk about it so calmly, he was like well, I never saw it as as an issue, that was what we're trained to do not not that we're trained to get blown up, but we're trained to react in ways that, you know, that a civilian probably wouldn't understand. Like, I remember yeah. saying to my missus, like, if I heard the rocket alarm going off and I was in bed, I'm just going to roll over and go back to sleep. And she's like, why would you do that? I went, well, if it hits the tent, I'm dead. So I might as well be <laughs> comfortable. <laughs> but she's like, you can't. She's like, well, that's just how the military are, you know. We, we have that sort of dark sense of humour. A bit like how you said, I was out on patrol, I, I hit an ID, and now half the man I used to be. It's
1: like, <laughs> exactly.
0: It's like, what, what, what I, I, would we want?
1: So- Exactly, I mean, like, yeah, it's just exactly what you, we, we were trained for it. We knew what we were going You know, sign up for, we knew you know, I mean, but we didn't know what was going to happen to us, but we just knew what may happen. But little did we know that it, little did I know that it was going to happen. Um, you know, but uh, luckily, you know. We were trained for it, you know, my yeah. the man that saved my life, he the man that pulled me out of the vehicle, he was, he trained for it like I did. And he saved my life. It was what he did, you know. Yeah. If it wasn't for my whole entire plato- my my whole entire plato- my platoon, my squad, what they did, you know. So, yeah, but, but you know, another thing is that you know, it's 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 absolutely funny because when I was speaking to another person about my situation, that person said the exact same thing. He said, "I'm walking around," he goes, "I'm walking around here with a bad knee and everything," and and <laughs> I hear your story, it, it it makes me feel like I'm a fucking pussy, you know. And I'm like. I don't feel like a pussy. It's just that I, I'm used to this. I mean, like, you're not used to it, you know? Yeah. The c- civilians, they don't know what it is. You know, you hear other people that talk about, you know, firing a, an AR-15 and they, they're they saying that they're going crazy. But to us, you know, firing, you know, high-power rifles is almost like walking a park, you know? Because yeah,
0: that's, that's day in and day out.
1: <laughs> exactly. You're fucked, you know? I, I fucking stood, you know, our our basic training happens in the fucking swamplands in Georgia for the infantry. And we stood out in a fucking sweltering heat. for fucking damn every fucking time we went out to go fucking zero our weapons. (laughs) Shit. It, It was, I think it took us 12 hours. We were fucking standing in a fucking foxhole to zero our own fucking weapons for 12 fucking hours. By that time you're fucking numb. We're numb to the fucking fact of explosions, firing, mortar, yeah, yeah. you can fucking, you can fucking take a shit out in the desert and a, fucking, a mortar round will fucking fall like 10 feet away from you and you and I'm still fucking taking a shit and not giving a fuck. It's just like you say, <laughs> exactly. if, if, it, if it fucking falls on top of me, it falls on top of me. I'm not gonna fucking. Oh, that's bad luck. That's bad
0: luck, though. If it falls on top of you while you're taking a <laughs> shit. It's like, oh, please get me while I'm. Please get me while I'm asleep.
1: <laughs> you know, you, you got you while your pants down with a fucking piece of turd hanging out your fucking yeah. ass, You
0: know, <laughs> they'll be like, "Wow, well, look at that! He shit himself when the round went off." <laughs> of course, I fucking did. I was having a shit. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a situation to to yourself. My uh, a very close friend of mine, um, Robbo. Um, I was actually. Um, in the command center, when he when he struck his ID and lost both of his legs, so I had to deal with that through the radio, which was horrible because he's a close yes. friend of mine. I was like, I, I, the only thing I can do is get the fucking chopper out. That's about it. And you, the the more you, you want to do, you just like frustrate yourself, really. But when I had Robbo on the show, he was he was saying exactly the same thing. Like he lost both his legs. It's not no point bitching and moaning about it. He doesn't remember the incident. It happened. And then he woke up in the UK and they were like, it's gone. You've got no legs. And yeah. like, they obviously a bit more um <laughs> a bit nicer with the way they said it. They didn't just go, you've got no legs by the way, mate. Um, but <laughs> but yeah it's it's just a it's just a thing isn't it like you just gotta get on and deal with it the best way you can. And clearly you've You've um, inspired quite a few people by the way that you've motivated yourself. I'm not sure how long it took you to um, get used to your injuries. Um, but obviously, now you're, you're flying high with your jiu and what have you and just getting, just getting on with it. But it must, yeah, no. it must have been difficult initially to come to terms with oh. it.
1: Yeah, it really was. It was very, very difficult. I, I I, just couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around it, you know, at, you know, at the time, I, you know, we as in the military guys, we, we joined the military and we were at a very young age. I was, I was around, I was 24, I was 24 going on 25 when my, my wounds had happened. And, and prior to that, you know, we, we I've already done a tour already. And, you know, you run, you're young, you're so motivated, you're running through yeah. the desert with rocket launchers on your back, and you're doing all types of stuff, and then all of a sudden, and you're and then all of a sudden you're fucking you're stopped and you can't do anything no more, you know, and, and you're fucking still 24, 25 years old, and you know, you you couldn't wipe your own ass anymore for the time being. You know, your mother, my mother had to wipe my ass for me, you know. It was fucking it's fucking horrendous, it was just fucking horrific, you know, horrible for me, you know? I never expected to be a fucking, you know, able-bodied soldier doing all types of stuff yeah. and doing all the crazy stuff, and then all of a sudden, you know, you lower the lows, you got your mother wiping your butt again. Yeah, it's, it's
0: fucking- though so like, it's, we, were, we were similar, like, you'd go up, so I did Iraq and then Afghanistan, and then, thankfully for me, my final tour with Afghanistan again but I was in the command center so I was fine in very commas um, but even even my second tour so I did Iraq and we were closing it down handing it over to you guys um, and then when we went out to Kandahar it was it was as though we were I was untouchable then it was like well nothing's going to happen to me I survived that one and you don't expect it and then someone like yourself it might may have been exactly the same I'm I'm like almost bulletproof and then boom, life changed. And what must have been, you you could probably clarify this, and what must have been the hardest thing is you didn't choose to end your military career. Somebody else who planted the IED did that for you.
1: Pretty much, yeah, because during that time, my window had just opened up to re-enlist. Yeah. Yeah, so I was I was considering reenlisting because, but I was just, but <laughs> you could also say I was also trying to bargain with my uh, <laughs> with my uh, uh, platoon sergeant trying to see what I can get out of my reenlistment too. Thank you. Know, <laughs> yeah. g- give me a better, g- give me a better fucking uh, uh, a better fucking duty station or some shit. You know, that's what I was trying to do. But yeah, my window had just opened up during that time. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was reconsidering, trying to see what I can get out of it. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was cut short, but, you know, even though at the same time, you know, I was still able to, you know, when I was in the military, when I was in a, uh, the military hospital, they did mention to me that I can still re-enlist. But then I said to myself, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do then? If I can re-enlist? I mean, I can't do the yeah. same shit that I truly loved or truly enjoyed. I'm not, I'm. I'm not, a, I'm a hands-on type of person. I'm not a behind-the-desk type of a person, you know? I can't do, I'm not intelligent in the way of fucking, you know, hitting keyboards
0: and fucking, all time, <laughs> yeah. you know? I'm, I'm not that person, but, um, it's so like, uh, you know, yeah. It's like the movie um, Starship Troopers, isn't it? Where he's uh, on the desk and he's got one arm and he's got his, both his legs missing and another arm like <laughs> a, a claw. And he's like, so what, oh, what did yeah. you chose to do, son? He's like, I'm joining the infantry. Ah, oh, brilliant. The infantry made me the man I am today. It's like then he oh. turns around. <laughs> yeah. He's <was> like,
1: cheers. <laughs> yeah. He turns around. He got no fucking legs. Yeah. That was <laughs> a fucking that's I brought I brought this. That's the exact same shit that brought to my, you know, to my attention. I was like, oh shit. So, uh, yeah, my, my retirement. Yeah, my retirement is short. I mean, I mean, not, not really short, but um, My military career was short and got into retirement and, you know, yeah, I was lost for a time being, but then, you know, it took me, it took me, it did, it took me quite some time to realize what the fuck I should have done with my life, you know, it took my kids, it took my kids coming into the picture, but then also I was thinking about, you know, the guys that risked their lives to save my life, you know. They risked their lives to save my life, so they they saw my life as as something of an importance. So, fuck that shit. I'm gonna fucking try to live my life and make my life.
0: Yeah, they they um, a the way to save yours. Worth you it. Might as well leave. You might as well live it the best best you can. So
1: exactly, you,
0: um, you mentioned that you suffer with a uh, PTSD as well. Did that, did that stem from the the actual incident itself, or is that just a collective of everything you? been through in previous tours as well as the accident, incident, and then and then leaving? Uh, all of it, all of the above.
1: Yeah. All of the above, you know, all the stuff that I've, you know, all the stuff that we've done, that we've seen, that we smell, you know, that we hear, you know, shit, man, a fucking, <clears throat> last night I fucking jumped out of bed from just hearing a fucking, someone fucking, um, shot one of those whistling rockets and shit. I'm like, oh, shit. And my, and my wife jumps up with me. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, you know, and, and stuff like that, you know. And then also, you know, yeah, leaving the military. And now I have, you know, nothing to fall back on, you know. My yeah. my, my brothers in arms are my arms are out, you know, but they're out of the, the service too. But they're spread across the country, of, you know, the states here. But luckily, we like you said, you know, we have this awesome thing that's called Zoom. The technology I can fucking yeah, yeah. shoot them a fucking FaceTime and or whatever, and it feels like I'm and we're just shooting the shit like back in the old days.
0: Yeah, that, that, um, that's always a good thing. Is when you get that reconnection with whether whether it's just a, a buddy that you served with, like literally one of your best mates or, or what have you. I did it there a few weeks back. I gave my um, my best mate Nick uh, a FaceTime. He's a, he's now a paramedic. And he's been um, suffering a little bit with things that he's seen over this pandemic, and and things that he saw when he was doing. He was when he was in um, Bastion in Helmand Province when on my during my last tour, he was part of um, Mert, which is the same similar thing to your PJ's. Um, Yes. So uh, my regiment actually formed the force protection of that um, of the Chinook. So. My regiment's on the back and they help out um, the injured parties and what have you. So he served with that. He saw some gruesome, gruesome shit. Um, and it, little things that will trigger him now. And so I gave him a little phase time and just to cheer him up a little bit. And it was, it was as though we hadn't stopped talking, if that makes sense. Uh, like it's been weeks, yeah. months, maybe even a year since we last spoke, but it was as though we were still in the block, like chatting shit with each other. Fucking, it was brilliant and, and those little things just just perk you up it's it's fucking brilliant and um yeah and having things like zoom and and facetime and and whatsapp video and things like that it just even though a phone call will suffice actually seeing someone even though you can't be in the same room it just it just cheers you up no end and little things like this like we've never even spoke but it feels like i'm your best mate already
1: <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree with you. I mean, like, we, we could fucking sit around and fucking speak freely about the fucking situations or, or, yeah. or the stuff and that we've been through.
0: That, and yeah. it, that, that's and, one of the reasons why I, I started getting guests on on the show. Um, I've had a, a I've had a, a, an array of different type of people on my show, um, but it tends to fall back to the same sort of my, through my journey. This is my journey to get it out, and sitting talking helps me hugely because otherwise I, I put my, my fake walls and my fucking barriers and I'm like no I'm fine Don't, I'm fine leave me alone and then I'll get in my little shell but being open and honest is is so much better like and and just sitting chew, chew, as we would say chew the fat having a chat is just um, it's just fucking it's just nice and especially when it's a like-minded person as well
1: no i totally I did notice it's something really... on your yeah, um
0: yeah, on, i did notice something on your instagram which i thought was semi-surprising that you had a, a <laughs> this sounds really bad a regular bike um push bike <laughs> instead of a hand bike
1: yeah 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 you had a hand cycle so yeah man uh I you know you're not the fucking you're not the first person to uh to mention that. Uh yeah, cuz the VA the, the the VA is the Veterans Affairs Hospital here. Yeah. That's what we call our hospital here. Uh <clears throat> they a lot of you know m- my biggest sort of thing is I I tend to love to fucking prove the naysayers wrong, you know. And show yeah. them that w- the stuff that I can do, what I can do, um, yeah. The, the people here, a lot of people here don't see a lot of bilateral amputees riding an upright bike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they see a lot of they, you know, there there are some there are those that are you know that are you know the the even single leg amputees they ride a hand cycle. Yeah. Um. So my my situation was uh, due to my injuries I had received my. <clears throat> One of my shoulders was busted out of place. Yeah. So I can't fucking, I can't do that, the, the damn thing, so, you know, so much. This is when I first started cycling. So my body wasn't used to the fucking, I mean, the motion of the hand cycle. So I I told the Veterans Affair here, I told the hospital here that I want to go on an upright bike. And if they would, would fucking uh, help me out with that. They said, there's no such thing. They're not going to fucking, you know, <laughs> you know, they're not going to feed into my fucking, what? They're not gonna eat what I'm feeding, you know. They're not gonna believe what you know what I what I can and cannot do. So I said, you know what, I'll just fucking go on this journey myself. So I went out, I went out bouts, and um the 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 people that sold me that bike, they they were more helpful than the veteran than yeah. the Oops. hospital. They 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 were fucking, they were all they were all into it. They're like, oh shit, you really wanna ride an outright bike? Okay, they they fucking they they introduced me to. Uh, uh, pedal clips—the the, the clips where the people they put on the shoes. Yeah, yeah. And they, so like, they plop in.
0: A regular able-bodied would they put their feet in and click them in, don't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. So that's what they did to me. But they they adjusted mine where where I would not be able to to remove well, or I'll be able to remove one leg, but not the other leg. So I'm, I'm I'm amputated differently. So I have one uh my left set my left leg has a um has does it have a kneecap? So I don't I don't have no control over my, my left leg, but my right leg, I, I have my kneecap. So I'm I'm amputated a little bit a little bit from the ankle up, but I still have a little bit of a calf muscle. Ah. So that's how so I so when I ride my bike, my right leg does all the pedaling. So I'm fucking so if you you just imagine, you know, my right leg has more my, it's fucking humongous <laughs> compared to my left leg, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm fucking but, yeah, so, but um, it took some time, dude. It took it took me fucking, it took me about a year, a year and a half to fucking get used to, um, to work up that muscle where I'm able to do. So I ended up doing my very first marathon, uh, it, but it, was a, it wasn't it was a fucking big marathon. It was just a fucking 25 mile or, I don't know, what's that in, in kilos with you guys over there with your metric? Uh, well, we do, metric I do symptoms. miles, I do miles oh okay
0: so yeah i I, I try and convert kilometers i'm like what the fuck
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can't do that but yeah i I did my very first the very first thing i did i fucking i promised myself i was going to do a fucking 25 miler and i did a 25 miler dude if my fucking 25 miler took me about three fucking hours but i did that shit but i but i proved a lot of the fucking you know the naysayers wrong i'm like look i fucking did this yeah it was we did a lot of inclining, a lot of declining, and and I was hooked on that. That was my very first. That was the very first activity that I did. That was the very first activity that did that required a lot of um, cardio exercise and a lot of you know men- mental mental strengthening. But then then I included strength training after that. Then after that, you know, I, I found I, I just needed more. I wanted more. I wanted more. That was when I found jujitsu, and then jujitsu. Then not, and jujitsu is added into all my training regimen, whether it be cycling and yeah, yeah. strength training and uh, cardio, and and yeah, I, that's just me. I, I love to prove people wrong. Sometimes, you know, I so want to prove people it, wrong.
0: It always feels good when you prove someone wrong. Like. Right? even even myself so when i when i was at school um i was never diagnosed with i've, I've got dyslexia which is a quite a bad learning difficulty which yeah, i didn't realize i had i didn't have it i didn't know i had it until i was at college and i had to take this test and they went you've got dyslexia by the way i'm like have I? wow um but my teachers were always going you're not gonna you're not gonna amount to anything you're not gonna you're not gonna do this you're not gonna do that i was like oh i was always just a sporty kid like let let yeah. Tom go out and play sports. He's fine. But even, like academic, I was always sat there. I'd, I'd I'd struggle a little bit, but I'd try and power through. Um, but yeah, um, so all those teachers that have been saying this and that, like I had a pretty semi decent military career, which I wish it was a bit longer, but you know, family issues um, cut that short. But now now I've literally I'm I'm now the site manager of the of the security team that I've got and. I'm like I'm I'm the fucking boss now this is weird like, me they let this creature that the fucking <laughs> boss is madness um but yeah it just proves to show that hard work dedication will get you where you need to go which is what I say to my kids all the time like but like my my eldest she really struggles with maths and she's like daddy I hate maths it's like okay just do your best it's like She's like, my t- I, would, I would say to her, would, my teachers will always tell me that you, you won't always have a calculator wherever you go. And it's like, well, look at me now. I've got my fucking iPhone with a calculator on it. It's like, you've got your phone, we'll do all your fucking maths for you. Don't worry about it. Stick to the bits that you, you enjoy doing, and then we'll see where you go. Um, but yeah, I digress. So, uh, like, coming back to uh, your, um, your sort of injuries and, and how motivated you are to to prove people wrong um i'm not sure you may you may not have heard of it over there it is you guys do have it because you you hosted it but we obviously started the invictus games i don't know if you heard of that um oh yeah i've heard it, of it, yeah. it it comes from like was it the War, warrior games or was it the original aim i believe Maybe i believe so yes something along those lines so a couple of my close well i say close friends one of my close friends, uh, Robert, who I mentioned, he was part of the wheelchair rugby team uh, for Great Britain. He's now actually, yeah, he's supposed to be going to Tokyo. He was obviously supposed to be this year, but um, next year he's actually got made the um, the Paralympic team, which is awesome. Um, good on Robert. But another, another uh, guest that I've had on the show, which is Mark Ormrod, who's uh, literally just got a, uh, an award from the Queen. So he's now Mark Ormrod, MBE, which means nothing to you. <laughs> <laughs> Member of the British Empire. Um, oh, but, shit. But yeah, the, the reason why I bring Mark up is because I'm going to try and get you guys into, um, into comms because he's a, he's massive on jiu-jitsu. He's the first British triple amputee from Afghanistan. So he's got one arm. He's now a, he's now a blue belt, I believe. I think he's just been upgraded to blue belt part of nice. the reorg um jiu-jitsu team which is part of the oh yeah M-
1: marines yeah I, I i've heard about those guys yeah i
0: yeah, love that, he, I, love that I love
1: that outfit he's a, he's a
0: brilliant he's he's a brilliant guy i've had him on the show fantastic guest i think i sent him the link um sent you the link to the episode. yes yes he's a he's a top bloke but yeah he's, a, he's another one that likes to prove people wrong as well i think they said that he wasn't going to walk and things like that and he's cutting about on his legs quite, quite aptly he competed in four different sports I think in that um, Invictus Games like one of them was swimming and I was like that's crazy like swimming with one arm he must have been hanging out just like <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm like like anybody um, from yourself Mark Robbo anybody that I know that has had like life changing injuries I'm like yeah, it's, it's always that thing like I've got like the issues I've got in my head that nobody can see, but I'm always like, what am I moaning about when there's guys like this that are strapping on their legs each day and going out and, and smashing it? And then I'm like, fucking, hell, I don't really feel like doing much today. It's that, and I like not not knowing that what I know now in terms of um, uh, like depression awareness and PTSD and things like that and how it affects everybody differently. Previous to that, I was always like why am I feeling like this? And there's guys that are struggling worse than me. And now it's like, well, actually, no, everybody's different. So, like, what may affect you probably won't affect me and, and vice versa. And it's... But, yeah. I, I, we, did you ever think about doing, like, the Invictus games or anything like that? Or were you quite happy just... Well, did you have to get invited? I not know I... it works. <laughs>
1: I don't even fucking know. I mean, like, I really, I do. I, 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 really do. I want to go out there. I want to get sponsored. I want to go out there and train because it's just, I want to do all that stuff, but I just don't know how about to do and getting into it. You know, I don't know. I don't have the cut. I don't have the connections or I don't. Most of the times I just sit there and I'm like, yeah, maybe I want to do it. I'm just waiting for, I'm just waiting for how to get into it and, where and how about? but the other thing is i'm like i don't want to keep i don't want to be a part away from my family yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know for for, for a long well, period of time
0: got to, you've got to pick the right country that they're going to you don't want to go to a the crappy <laughs> <laughs> like they've, they've done, like they've done america they've done america i think it was florida they did didn't they so it was america canada the uk and then australia and then the next one is somewhere like denmark Is like what you want to go there for <laughs>
1: I actually, I'm, I'm waiting. For, I'm, I'm waiting for when they fucking do the, the Paralympics for the uh, f- uh for jujitsu. I want to do jujitsu for the Paralympics. I have
0: heard that they're bring. That they're talking about bringing it in, aren't they? Into the yeah. I really want to get into that one. I, I honestly don't know why it's not. Well, they right? BMX. Like they have BMX riders in the Olympics. Come on.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. They have all those different oh. martial arts. They have got like. Why we're saying that they don't have like karate, do they? In there, they have taekwondo, ju- um, judo, wrestling, and boxing. boxing. And I, Just stick it yeah. in there, watch people
1: choke people out. <laughs> 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 it's um, it's almost like judo, judo judo has the same uh submissions that jujitsu has, they got arm bars and uh, lapel chokes, too. I mean, I don't understand why they make yeah, jujitsu. as a, very, uh, yeah. you rarely
0: see them doing it. Which is mad. No, nah, you don't. In in the main competitions, like you see them yeah, do their massive throws and you're like, that's pretty cool. Um <laughs> <laughs> you never see them I like, just go, wrong I'm gonna put this motherfucker in an armbar
1: right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, they just wanna get it They want to get straight and done. They want that straight and bone. That's what they want to do. They want to get it done fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's just like you say yeah. the armbar in. Yeah, they, they don't want to do that. Jiu-Jitsu is more, more of a chess game, like you said. So, yeah, yeah I guess it's time-consuming. I, 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 I do
0: see it. that should, like, quite easily just slot into the Olympics. Especially, well, you would have thought they would have tried it for, for this next one, obviously, um, in Tokyo, where, obviously, Japanese Jiu-Jitsu is yeah, well, right, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu informed, Like, from from them coming over. Um, it's like, just put it in there. Just stop it in
1: there. <laughs> I mean, they got badminton in it. They're playing badminton Oh, the fucking
0: thing. It doesn't even count. How annoying is badminton, though? They smash that fucking... <laughs> Obviously, it's clearly a British game where they name something and they shut it. But, but they smash that... They smash that cock so hard and it doesn't go anywhere. It's like... Bam! It's fucking... Crazy. Yeah, talking, talking about... Um, like paralympic sports and things um there's some that, that i look at and i think how does that work like especially like te- we'll take tennis for example because obviously tennis is mainly played on grass and it's like how do they do it in the whip like wheelchair tennis on grass must be hard work <laughs> i <laughs> how do no get it clue. moving? I suppose I it is. I, I but but it. then in, in my head I'm thinking like grass as in like a like a football pitch, like thick grass, not like how they cut yeah. it in the tennis court. But, <laughs> but but yeah. Well get get rid of wheelchair tennis and put in jujitsu for the Paralympics. <laughs> there you go. Solved it. You be part of the Olympic committee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That'd be brilliant. That'd be awesome. I would love that, man. I'm just looking forward to it. But by the time that shit happens, I'm fucking like I'll be like 50 years old and shit by now. I'm I'm already I'm already up there reaching up there in age <laughs> brackets.
0: Oh you can go in the you can go in the veteran veteran league. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm already like like right now, I'm already I'm competing against able body able body uh jujitsu practitioners, but I'm fighting I'm going up against the last person that I went up against, they were in their twenties and I'm like I'm sitting. I'm like, oh shit! I'm fighting up against a twenty, a twenty-something-year-old wrestler that just got they just graduated from college, and I'm over here. Do you in, find in, that in, they um, in in the, underestimate
0: uh, you? Uh,
1: yeah. So sometimes you're, you know, and... <laughs> um, yeah, you're old and. Yeah, because you're old, and because they they, they legs. Take... Yeah, no I, legs. i I'm, I'm, I'm gonna um... beat
0: this guy because he's got no legs and he's well old
1: yeah and then they, and then yeah. you, and then you tie
0: them up like a pretzel and they're like what the fuck just happened i
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that 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 never had that never happens in competition that only happens at, at other academies but in competition <laughs> they they sort of they sort of think that i'm a easy i'm an easy win but you yeah. know i do tend to lose a lot of my competition matches but it's it's not due to submissions or anything of that nature It's due to time limits they try everything to try to submit me. They try everything to try and submit me. They try to. They try to to hold me down, which they can't do. They try to, uh, you know, armbar me, which they sometimes they have a difficulty doing because of my, you know, one one of one of the things that my one of my uh, professors had mentions of me uh, in training here. they said, "Take your disadvantage and make it your advantage," you know, right. and I take I take that to heart and one of the things that they you know that i learned is they really can't hold me down so so i can really just move around and around around them but the
0: thing God, is that i can't submit them like how strong your upper body and and core will be when you've got no legs like that's all you that's can, exact that, that's cause that's all you can use <laughs> so of course it's going to be fucking strong exactly
1: <laughs> Like yeah. gorilla strength i mean the first the first uh the first year when i came back to my home in philadelphia i was i was still new to wearing my legs but walking up and down the stairs i was using my arms i was pushing my arms up the stairs and down the stairs and and, and yeah it's that that's what mainly it is it's just all upper body strength for myself and core yeah because you need a good core to be able to use prosthetic limbs and stand up and walk around so, yeah. That's one of the uh, things that.
0: Um, but coming um, Going back to Mark, he he was saying how, when you stood on your legs, how much you are actually working is as though you're, like sprinting, constantly because you've got to try and stay upright on these legs that aren't yours. Like <laughs> yeah, like, that's quite, That must have been a real strange feeling when you first like put them on.
1: It was, it was, it was really, really awkward. I was fucking, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? What, what is going on here? I mean, I, I'm supposed to be, you know, we, you know like I say, we, we were young strappy dudes in the military we're strong and bound and everything. And you put on these things and you're fucking falling all over the place. you like, be like, you, it's, it's almost like you're standing on water but yeah, and, and lo and behold, the, the main thing that really helped this out was, it's the stupidest things is working out your abs and working out your butt. Cause your, yeah. your ass is what's really, it, it's amazing that you should, I should have been doing butt exercise when I was in the fucking military. Cause the butt is really what keeps you postured up nice and straight and sturdy, you know? Cause you're standing with your fucking ass clenched yeah. at, all, like, at all times when you're sta- when I'm standing. My fucking ass is always clenched together, so just crushing hands with your ass. <laughs> exactly, I'm fucking crushing walnuts and shit in there, man. Fucking, <laughs> it's it's unfucking un-
0: believable, but it's yeah, it's, it's really awkward. Really, really awkward, but you know, you get used to it. I remember, um, I remember training a uh, uh, when I was when I was around eighteen. I was a personal trainer in my dad's gym, and there was a one of our clients. He had his knees replaced. Um, so he had like fake knees basically, and I remember him limping into the um, into the gym. And I, I was looking at him, I was like, why are you limping? And he's like, well my knees hurt. I'm like, well they don't because they're plastic. You need to get out of your head now that that's not your knee anymore. That's not hurting. You, the, the upper part that's upper great. part of your thighs might be hurting because you're not used to the, the prosthetic knee, but. Your knee your knee itself that's not hurting mate you let's get you back walking how you used to walk and then you won't be having these problems with your hip you won't be having these problems with your back because, because that that that's not real anymore your knees that forget your knees <laughs> you need to teach you how to walk again and
1: yeah that's a tricky one because he, he was about he
0: was about 55, 60 years old so he just couldn't get it in his head that like he he can walk normally now, like, right? but he was still limping as though he was he was in pain. But he but it was one of those, you know, you know, when when you're really in pain and you and you're walking and and you limp and you and you wince. It was none of that. He was just like quite happily, but he was just walking with his limp, and it's like you don't <laughs> need to chill out. Let's let's get back to basics. That's right. That's he was right. a tricky got... client. He was a tricky client to have, but. Some yeah. people just
1: don't want yeah. to um, learn or, or, or adjust. Yeah, I mean, no. No. in my it, 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 yeah, in my situation, to me, it's just like I, I mentioned earlier. I'm fucking, I'm not just doing this for me. I'm just doing, I'm doing it for the guys that that risk their lives and, yeah. and and the risk they save my ass. But also at the same time, I got, I got three kids that I want to fucking be a good role model and and yeah. I just want to prove them. Like, look. <laughs> We're not gonna fucking you know, you know fucking tiptoe around situations and and areas and stuff like that. You know we're gonna fucking you know like you say we're gonna, we're gonna go head on with whatever it is, what it is, and try to get it right. You know, yeah. so yeah.
0: And I find with, with the kids situation as well. So my missus once sort of had a little bit of a, a Barney with me over, because I would talk quite openly to both my kids. They're only what, nine and six about mental health issues and what can cause them and what can trigger them and, and things like that. She was like, they're a bit young to be knowing about your issues in the environment, why are they? She, and she basically had no answer to it, I went, but why are they? The more they know, the more they can help or understand if they start feeling bad and low and bad and what have you, or they could help someone at school that is feeling sad or, or a bit depressed. Even at nine, some kids are getting quite down um, through trolling and things like that on their phones and, oh, and watching yeah. the wrong things and, and and what have you. And I've talked about it loads of times now that my eldest was the one that found me at my at my weakest when I was curled up at a ball, crying my eyes out in the kitchen because I didn't know what the fuck was going on inside my head. I was like, why have I got all these emotions? Had a bit of a... a um marital problem with my wife like we were we were drifting apart slightly all all this was down to me um me putting my walls up and my barriers and pushing her away saying no i'm not telling you what's wrong with me because i didn't know what was wrong with me yeah that was the main problem and and the one that found me was was my eldest and uh like i i said in in my little mini documentary that i've got Uh, I put it in my little memoir book and things like that. She was the one that found me and told me that everybody loves me. We're all here for you. And that was coming. I think she would have been should have been seven at the time. And like a seven year old seeing it and understanding it and realizing that all she needed to do was say something like that and give me a hug. You know, it just makes it just kids are brilliant. Because they do see oh, yeah. they, they pick it up and they understand that perhaps daddy did just need a hug. Yep. And and someone to just, you know. And we've always had a little bit of a bond with like I've 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 said before, we lost seven months when I went away on tour. I know our tours are slightly different to yours, our deployments. Mm. Um so we 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 would do it's between four and seven months, usually. So she was she was one years old when I left and she was still a baby. And I came back and she was this toddler. It was... And then we yeah. never really had that bond. Um, but, like, recently this bond has seemed to have just... She's now back to being daddy's girl, basically. Which is lovely. Yeah. I love it. It's fucking amazing. Oh, no, it's great. And, um, yeah, it's... The fact that she dealt with it so well and still, still continues to do so she she loves the podcast as well she wants to come on and I'm like well you can because you're nine and <laughs> and because daddy has a mouth like a sewer rat and I swear a lot um, <laughs> but yeah so how, how old are your kids may I ask oh that's a question
1: <clears laughs> shit man uh, my oldest is a uh, what uh, 11 8 and 6 good ages good 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 spread yeah good separation apart but you know it's it's they're a handful too man it's just like they have their own attitudes their own oh yeah um, crazy they're they're yeah they're they're just insane especially i got i got two uh, my my the two oldest are are girls so i have to they're like they're angels to me i I mean as much as as much as as much as they drive me up the walls, yeah. I just can't, I, I, I I, breeds, I, I, yeah, know to, they, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know how to, yeah, exactly. They know how, they, they know how to push those buttons, you know, they, yeah. they get you really angry. Then they, then all of a sudden they come and give you a hug, just like you said. And yeah. And they, all they, give they you a look hug at you in a
0: certain way and you're like, mm, I can't stay mad
1: at you. I can't, no, I can't. My, I can't. my, youngest, I can't. my youngest,
0: my youngest, she's got the biggest, Eyes you'd ever, they're like, take a, it's like an owl. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I call her puss in boots when, yeah, you know, like, uh. from, when she looks at you and she wants something, these eyes just go fucking massive. And then she looks at you as if, say, can I have a chocolate or something like that? And you're like, don't look at her. So we, we say to the grandparents, I say to the missus, just don't look at her. Don't look at her. But yeah, they girls have that weight, Like, If I had a boy, then obviously that would be my boy, you know what I mean? But I don't. I have I have two daughters, two two angels that I can't stay mad at for long. They they fucking drop they they both have my personality, which is annoying because it's like arguing with two miniature versions of myself. Um so I'm not gonna go anywhere. It's like (sighs) so frustrating. But it's like earlier, like my youngest, she was getting ready, but she still had her, her pajamas on. But then she put her clothes on over the top thinking she was funny. And um, I, I was trying to get them ready so we could get out. Cause it's my, my missus birthday tomorrow. So I was like, we need to go out. We need to get the birthday cards. We need to get this, this, and this, and this, and this. And then she's just oh, pissing yeah. about with her fucking pajamas. And I was like, will <laughs> you just get on with it? Just get on with it. And she's looking at me as if, as if to say, make me. So like, just get ready, and then she'd be pulling this face, and I was like, "Why are you pulling that face? Just <laughs> fucking out, trying to like get all the beds all made so it's all nice." Like, uh, and then, uh, and then we sit in the car, and then she's like, oh, "I love you, Dad." He's like, "Yeah, okay, okay it's, okay, it's
1: okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> what do you want today?" Yeah, Dad, can we get? Some- can we get some chocolate on the way home when we get when we stop <laughs> off and get some petrol?
1: Yeah, no problem. We'll do Wrap <laughs> me around my Oh, life. that's the same thing. Same thing oh. here, man. They they want their french fries and hamburgers.
0: Yeah, they do, mate. All as soon time. as they
1: as soon as they piss you off. <laughs> well,
0: what other plans have you got for the rest of the day? Seeing as it's bright and early for you. Oh shit. I gotta go.
1: So no, nah, I've just got to uh I gotta go to the heart. I'll wake up some uh, salt because I'm just getting I'm getting things ready for the fucking winter here. You know, I'm just it's getting okay. fucking freezing. I have a feeling that we're gonna have a bad one and just gotta go get some salt because the fucking people out here they, they as soon as so- something happens, I, I, I'm I'm guessing it's probably the same thing over there. You know, as soon as, soon as one snowflake hits the ground, everybody goes out and buys fucking shitloads oh, of fucking well, salt, food, and milk and bread yeah, and all types of we bullshit. We are
0: we are a strange nation considering how cold and horrible the UK is, like, grey all the time. <laughs> like, you would think, like, every year we do it, you would think we'd be ready for some sort of snow. <laughs> but every time it's as though it's a shock. Fuck, we've got snow! Like, the fucking airports completely stop and then you think, well, there's fucking airports in Russia that is, like, constantly in snow and they take off fine. Why, are you, why can't <laughs> we take off? Um, but... Yeah, like, I remember I was talking... Well, no, I wasn't talking. I heard my brother on his podcast that he did the other day, and for the first time in, like, I don't know when, the UK, have, we've actually had seasons. I don't know if it's to do with the the pandemic and everybody being locked away, and not many people in cars, but we've actually had a spring that looked like spring, a fantastic summer, autumn that was, like like autumn should be and now winter is like fucking hell it's cold outside this is (laughs) and then we even had snow literally we had snow the other day not where I am but we had snow in the UK and it was like everyone like you said was panicking because we had fucking snow wasn't even that much snow it was like a half an inch or something and everyone's panicking but it is as though the seasons have actually gone oh the, the, there's not much pollution in the air that's actually given what they want we might even actually get a fucking white christmas for the first time ever
1: i know i know it's a fucking yeah it's a, it, yeah exactly it's a, the, the fucking seasons here was so fucking great and beautiful and all of a sudden and, and nobody's out there fucking enjoying it because of the fucking bullshit pandemic you know and, uh, and it, it's disgusting but yeah right now the winter's gonna come and and that's exactly what i meant to do. Cause the the best thing that I've I've learned, the the, the one thing that I've taken from the, my military career is always prepare for the worst. Oh and yeah. I tend to I, I tend to fucking I I went to the fucking hardware store last week and I saw they got they got fucking like I think the whole entire aisles, like there's a an aisle of nothing but fucking salt, snow shovels and snow blowers. It's like, okay, they got fucking like a thousand bags of fucking salt right now. I think I'm going to come back and I'm going to pick this shit up because as soon as the fucking, like I said, as soon as that snowflake hits the ground, everybody's out there fucking going bonkers to fucking, just to fucking save themselves. And I'm like- Yeah, well, over
0: over here, the people are just, we have a lot of idiots that I didn't realize existed. (laughs) and especially when the fucking pandemic first hit, and obviously everyone went crazy for toilet roll. It's like, <laughs> this, this, this fucking virus doesn't make you shit yourself. Why are you buying all the toilet roll? You get a bad headache and flu-like symptoms. Uh... Why are you buying all the toilet roll? Also, like, <laughs> they didn't buy anything like, like food-wise. <laughs> toilet roll and more toilet roll, and, it, and maybe a little bit of bleach. But it's like, what? You go down the food aisle and you're like, oh, there's loads of tin food left. (laughs) If I'm stuck inside and I'm not allowed anywhere, I'm gonna get some tin food that's not gonna go off. It's like I'm gonna stuck up on that and pasta and
1: yes, and then you see people
0: like loading up their trolleys with fucking toilet roll.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I told my wife, I said, I told my wife, I said, babe, we still got, uh, we still got fucking the clothes that my kids don't even wear anymore that they've grown out of. I said, if we ever fucking run out of toilet paper, let's go grab that shit and yeah. we just cut it up and fucking wipe our ass or whatever with it. Because, I mean, that's exactly what I did back in when we were in the fucking desert. Because in the fucking desert, we didn't have no fucking toilet, uh, no toilet paper most of the time. I mean, we didn't I have mean, shit. We, we were fucking using our gun rags and shit to fucking... Yes, Our cleaning rags and we're wiping our asses with that shit. You know, because...
0: Has anyone got oh, any toilet roll? No, but I've got some fucking... <laughs> riding the fucking cleaning tissue or whatever you want to call it. I can't remember, yeah, you know, yeah.
1: it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It's just, you know, we just fucking got to hunker down and fucking prepare ourselves for the worst. I mean, that's one thing that I've... That's the greatest thing that I, I've taken from the military is stay fucking calm, man. i fucking... People are just fucking losing their minds over fucking... ludicrous shit you know it's just lunacy lunacy's out there There they're fucking beating people up for fucking toilet paper
0: just like you mentioned i'm like it's serious but then then it makes you realize why they put labels on bleach and things that say do not drink because those people would drink the bleach (laughs) i personally think we should remove the label and just let (laughs) just let nature take its course and watch.
1: oh i told my wife the same thing i said baby i can't believe people are out here really drinking this shit it's it's common sense
0: common sense
1: you get people these things are fucking made to fucking degrease trying you know to degrease things and they're fucking putting it themselves into their bodies and this is it's common sense guys we were born with Where's this, our sense at? You know? Do you really need is people to say "Don't fucking well, drink it"?
0: Like, you get like a like a like a fight. Like, a, like I've got a little fucking little heater in here, and it says "Might get hot." Well, no fucking shit. <laughs> don't, don't don't put your hand on me or something like that. It's like, well, obviously not. But
1: does it doesn't make uh,
0: It Just uh, some know. of the stupid things that are on are on labels, but clearly means that somebody has done that at some point. Because
1: <laughs> yeah, and then I'll sudden if you don't put it on her, the fucking people get sick or get hurt from it, they're going to fucking have a lawsuit up against yeah. the people that fucking it's just it's just oh, it's, it's just a nightmare, a nightmare. So
0: you get uh, many nightmare, you've get got many nightmares <laughs> over there in, in, in America, haven't you? uh, Obviously, you've just gone through your election as well.
1: I must uh, brother brother there there are days where I, I I was pulling guard in my fucking own home you know I was pulling guard because I was like I was afraid I didn't know what was going on I don't know what the hell was going on people were just fucking getting mad and frustrated about the situation and uh, and people were hating each other and I I uh, over for you know, it's crazy an election. How,
0: how much people actually start hating other people just because of a political or a relig- or religious view. It's 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 like yeah, I can disagree with you because you support Trump or fucking Biden or whoever the fuck, but that, I don't hate you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right,
1: and, and and that's what this country Man. was supposed to be built, and this what that's what this country is built on is built on. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and you know, our, pol- our politics, you know, but yeah, and your right to bear arms. Out. Yeah, you got, you got to yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I try to keep that low, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you because know, I, I try not to bring that up because a lot of people they, they get really mad and, and they, they go, Oh, you, 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 you really want to carry weapons? And so I'm like, That's what this country is built on, right? Our Second Amendment rights is to right to bear, our right to bear arms. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, you just like you know, if you want to carry a weapon or a rifle, whatever, or or purchase it yourself, so be it. That's what this country is based on. Don't fucking get mad at other people just because you don't want to and yeah, exactly.
0: they want to. It's that thing, isn't it? It's the the offense thing and 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 people's political views. Like, it's like, why are you getting mad at that? That's because that's what you're passionate about. That's why you're mad at it. But just chill the fuck out. Exactly. That's the thing about offense and things it's like it's not aimed at you. It's like it's like I, I remember once I made a joke a long time ago, and it was uh, it was about um it was during the Me Too movement, which was a bit of a bit of a sensitive subject, and uh, it was um, Caitlin Jenner came out with um. And harassment cause because she was touched up by Bruce Jenner for years and years and years. So it was a play on a wow. joke that obviously went through the through the change, became Caitlin, and then now now there's no longer Bruce, et cetera, et cetera. I'm aware yeah. of that. By the way, people don't cancel me. Um, <laughs> but I made a joke about that. And then someone just popped up and was like, Well, that's that's a very ill-timed joke. And it was like, Well, it was a joke. It's just a joke it's like you don't need to take offense to a joke it wasn't aimed at you it wasn't aimed at anyone in particular it's just a joke making light of a bad situation which is what most jokes are oh my word did that cause an uproar and and it was between like myself and my family like not, not close family but a cousin that I've never don't really speak to we have very very different views we'll just leave it at that and it literally i literally turned my phone off because my phone was just kept on beeping like right? It was like oh there's another notification there's another one and it was basically all my all the lads that I served with were like coming to my aid <laughs> and taking it out on my cousin and I was like oh my god this is craziness i'm just going to ignore that but it's just the thing with offence and 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 jokes and things everybody someone's going to get offended by something but it's a crazy world we live in mate
1: crazy. it is it is i mean I, 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 it's just that we just all need to just calm down and just love each other. I totally want that to happen again because my, I mean, I, I mean, fuck, I, I mean, we're we're fucking numb to it because <laughs> you're yeah. military guys. You can only imagine all the, I mean, civilians can only imagine all the bullshit that our boys that we serve as fucking put us through and fucking yeah. said to us and we and we return that to them too as well yeah. to our guys and they take it with in stride and have fun but then you come out here and and they're just losing their mind they they just want to hurt you for for saying something that's not very it's not meant to be an offensive you know in a, an offensive way yeah
0: exactly I mean, and- and it's the same with all these other new, like these new movements and, and, and what have you. It's like, like fucking checking your white privilege card and things like that. It's like, well, hang on a minute. I've served with an array of multinational, multi-raced people, and now you're saying that I'm I'm racist and things like that. It's like, hang on a minute. I'll stop you there. It's just madness. It's like, oh, I know. That's another rabbit hole that we probably won't go down. But <laughs> it's like, uh, it's it's just, I, I just don't understand why. It's just like you said, why can't people just love everybody? Like, to quote Will Ferrell from the movie Semi-Pro, everybody love everybody. It's like, yeah. just be nice to people. It's like, fuck me. I
1: mean, it's, it's sort of like, you know, my a lot of my friends and family here, You know, to get, my my friends and family, they would talk to me. They would would say, Tan, are you ever mad at those that done that stuff to you or uh, everything that had happened to you? Are you ever angry or mad? And are you mad at them for the people there and stuff like that? I would say, and I would tell them all the time, no, what the fuck am I gonna be mad at the people for? They didn't do it to me, you know. There was it was the person that did it to me. But those people that are there all the time, they probably didn't know that whatever, you know. They there are good people and there are bad people, and it's just mainly the bad people. And I can't. I'm not gonna be mad at one certain race or certain, you know, people because the thing is that I myself am a minority too, as well. You know, I could only imagine how many people despise my. My ethnicity, ethnicity uh, here, you know, they hate my, you know, I can only, I, cause I've been through it myself. And um, the thing, and the other thing is that we, we touched on it earlier. I signed up for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And going to that sort of point as well. So my missus has said something similar as well. And a few other people it was like, are you mad at like, Iraqis, Afghani- Afghanistanis, like Taliban and things like that. I was like, well, not really. Like, When you look at it from a, from a different perspective, like we went over there, that's their country at the end of the day. And I went, and most of our rocket attacks and things like that weren't from the Taliban. They were from locals that we've plowed through their fucking farmer's field and destroyed it and they're pissed off, so they retaliated. And when you think about it, if someone did that in like the UK, we would get pissed off and fucking retaliate in some sort of way. And that sort of thing has gone on and on and on from years and years. So We could even go back to 1776, 1775 even. UK being in America, and you guys were like, hang on a minute, we sort of want our independence now. And we're like, whoa, we'll stop you there. (laughs) <laughs> uh, we, we, we found that country and it's like well hang on here. no you stole that country right we're gonna have a fight and then we lost unfortunately um, but that's another thing we, so we were fighting in your country and you guys won and you guys did exactly what the Taliban and, and, and Al Qaeda were doing we were fighting in their country they didn't want it they are fighting back what do you expect that's what war is
1: exactly and that's why you know I try to tell people you know you know what's done is this is what's done is done. How about we just try to reconciliate and just love you know just throw things down and just fucking love each other, man. Fuck, dude. Yeah. I've, i I mean you and I we've we've seen the worst of the worst already, man. I mean, do I want to fucking relive that shit? Fuck no, I don't want to fucking relive that shit. You know, let's just fucking
0: yeah. Top point there as well. Like when when you're young, dumb, and you go out to these countries, you want to get in all the fucking fights. You want to fight. Oh yeah, that's what yeah. you train for. Tw- like when I joined out, twenty years old, twenty one. I was out in Iraq. My twenty. I was twenty one. Yeah, twenty one. Twenty one years old. I'm still a fucking boy. And they've given this boy a fucking rifle. And all the fucking bomb that I needed to go and pick a fight if I needed to. Yes, we were more on a hearts and minds mission at that point, but we were still ready. We still have, we're still driving around in armored vehicles with fucking 50 cows on it. Ready to go. I was ready to go. By the time I left, I was like, why am I, why are we here? (laughs) why why are we fighting now we've been in Iraq and fucking Afghanistan since 2001 2003 and we're still here, it's 10 years later it's like
1: Uh... can we go home now
0: (laughs) it's like like all the vets going like, not so much you, no offence but some of the vets like my knees and back hurt, I don't want to carry this weight anymore <laughs> Can we go home now?
1: <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with this heat. I'm hot. I'm tired.
0: I'm hungry. Yeah. Why do we have to keep fighting wars in fucking deserts? It's disgusting. Smells. Uh,
1: I just don't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's. But it's just that's what we just signed up for, and you know we We still have to live by it, and. Uh, but. Uh, without everything saying, no man, nothing's gonna take away the memories that I've made with my brothers out oh, there. No, definitely not.
0: It's you like know, um, I mean, it's like I've said before. I had a, I've had a little, a few tiffs with, with um, with a, with a relative, and she's like, how can, how can you justify talking to me like that and taking sides of these other people over me? I'm family, and I was, I remember saying it. I was like, well, they've actually been more family than you've ever been like i would go I, i would go like five six seven years without seeing this cousin inverted commas and even even longer maybe 10 10 years plus i was like i was day in and day out with these guys in some horrible shit situations even through basic training fucking sat on stag for 12 hours a day watching a tree Fucking in the pissing rain, in the snow, in the fucking cold, not not knowing what's fucking coming next. Even on training, even out in the desert, looking up in fucking Iraq sky, talking to my best mate for hours about relationships, about things at home, things things abroad, everything, politics, religion. Fucking list goes on and on and on. I know this guy's fucking farts. I know I, you know what? I know what his fucking sweat smells like. It's disgusting, but. <laughs> I've been through all these situations with these friends, and they—that's why they become brothers and sisters, in a in a brotherhood, in a in a in a family. That's yep. it may not be then may not be blood, but to me, they 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 are more family than a um, than quite a few members of my own actual family. It's, yes, and and that's what civilians don't seem to understand. In 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 a lot of ways,
1: it's like, yes.
0: It's like, especially with with like 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 yourself, you went through a tr- a traumatic fucking incident, and it was your brothers that went in there, and fucking saved your life, got you out of there. And I'm sure that you would be the first to say that those guys are the fucking heroes. The ones. That- oh,
1: hands down, hands down. Because I mean, I at the end, at the end, I was fucking you know, I was fucking really pissed off how. How I, even though I, I was wounded, you know, I mean, I was in a hospital bed, I was wounded, but then <clears throat> I said to myself, I said, I felt, uh, I was a little pissed off how I was back in the States, in a yeah. you know, hospital room and feeling all safe while my brothers are still in the fucking in the hot States. zone. Yeah. And I wish they were, you know, they were all safe and able to come back, but, you know, yeah, they're they were fucking... Truly, the heroes, man. Yeah, I can they're, guarantee,
0: they're. I can guarantee you that they wouldn't say that they were the hero,
1: though. Well, believe <laughs> it or not, it shows, they are
0: shit. Which <laughs> shows the how humble most soldiers are, because they, they'll be the if they saved your life or not, they, they'd be the one saying, oh, "I was just doing my job. I'm not a hero." Because I know you fucking are. You just you saved my fucking life. You've yeah. you've done more than you you've you by you saving my life i had these kids and my wife and and what have you and yeah and yeah. I, I can guarantee that those guys that that say that they're not the heroes they will then say that the ones that didn't come home are the heroes which yes is also yeah. true.
1: that is very is very true it's super I think, super i
0: think a lot of civilians these days with in regards to the Iraq and Afghanistan war, they, they don't realize what everybody went through. They see it on the telly sort of, but they, they don't know. They don't know what it's like, which is why, just like I said, like during um the, what, what we call Remembrance Day. So the 11th, I think that's your Veterans Day, is it?
1: Yeah, Veterans Day, yep.
0: Day. I always get confused with your, your guys. But, um, it's like, I, I, I put a post out and I just put, just be nice to, if you see a veteran and he's wearing, because we when we go out and, and do our sort of remembrance parades, like, I, I'll put my blazer on, I've got my squadron patch, I wear my medals, and I was like, if you see a veteran wearing that, just say thank you. Just be nice. Like, you guys over there, you you guys, the, the civvies are very, very welcoming and, and friendly and happy about your military a lot of our fucking civvies are like well, look at these fucking cunts with their fucking
1: <laughs> <laughs> are you fucking shitting me
0: yeah Now, seriously we're, we're it's only only just coming into recently that we're starting <laughs> to get more um appreciated as veterans because usually it's like you look at a veteran or see a veteran and you think it's the world war ii guys the the old boys yeah and and it's like what about the fucking young lads that have been in these fucking sickening wars come back and you and you're just shunning them basically and it's like no 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 but to be fair just recently we're, we're starting I've, I've said it on a couple of podcasts now it's now starting to become cool to be a veteran like you've got all these veteran companies it's, it's getting to be quite a quite a decent thing and people are starting to appreciate us more yeah and that's what i was saying like Seeing a, seeing a veteran wearing their fucking squadron patch, their fucking medals, some of them will, will wear their berets or their hats or whatever, and it's like, just say thank you. Like, if you, if you can, and if, if we were out of this pandemic, buy them a fucking beer. Like, you don't know what they've sacrificed so that you guys can prance around moaning about fucking Brexit or fucking Trump. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I
1: mean? <laughs> but, uh, I totally agree with you.
0: It's, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, well, mate, I, I don't even know how long we've been fucking going. I've lost track of time. <laughs> about, was it about an hour and a half? Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm uh, just fine. I don't know. I'm just,
1: I'm enjoying yeah. the time just shooting the shit.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's good. No, I'm not, I'm not going to call it quits. I was just checking what the fucking time was. I I can just see that it's starting to get dark outside, where it's probably just fucking getting light out. Um, But yeah, it's fucking nice, mate. It's nice. So, have you got any sort of other, um, anything else sort of planned within the uh, bubble, as it were? How's it working over there with your, with your, um, with the pandemic over in the States? Because over here, it's fucking weird. Like, They've now split their nation within, like, tier system. So we've got tier three, which is pretty much still locked down. Tier two, which (laughs) is pretty much still locked down with a little bit extra, like you can go to the pub. And then you've got tier one where you're pretty much golden to do whatever you like. Um, Apart from at Christmas, we have five days over Christmas because I think COVID takes um, Christmas off. It just stops for five days. Um, And you can pretty much do what you want. But then after the five days, it's back to being in your tier system. So COVID oh, could go off shit. and see another over. It can go back to China or whatever and see its family. Um <laughs> but, but then it goes back to it's like just like I'm I'm sick of it now. I'm like just let people out and fucking mix and then watch the fucking thing just die out. Like that that's me. That's me, my Chimp mind, just go in, just let people out, just go back to normal, and it watch it just disappear. But it won't happen, guaranteed. Nope. But yeah. It What's happen? Happen?
1: <laughs> so yeah, man, over over here is just fucking. <clears throat> we don't have we don't have any tears or anything like that, but we have um, everything is all governed by the states, the governor states, and then everything is all broken down by their um, the townships and the counties that the people live here. So, like, I'm on the outskirts of Philadelphia. So, but in Philadelphia, everything is on lockdown. Like, there's no gyms. There's, a, there is some school, but you got the other small businesses. If they, they can't have, they have, they can't have indoor dining and all this other shit. Uh, but they can do outdoor dining, which is fucking insane because it's fucking cold as shit out there right now. So, they you want to do outdoor dining? <laughs> yeah. It's, hey guys. I know small businesses are fucking losing it right now. They don't yeah.
0: have their and the, the the gyms and it's a fucking conspiracy yeah. theory behind isn't it. They're trying to kill all the small businesses. I I have no clue. I have no idea. But it's just hurting.
1: It's hurting everybody. But me being me, we're out here living on the outskirts, which is it's a different county. Uh, everything is just. Uh, Almost the same. Only thing that's requirements here is just, we just have to wear a mask. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's I, not, it's it's not like the same. It's, similar it's, to
0: over here, obviously we call it a tier system. So my my county, Kent, where we had- Okay. Like two little fucking areas of it that were quite bad, apparently. It was probably about three people with COVID or something and they've gone all fucking blown out of proportion. Um, but yeah, so we went from tier one, before lockdown, they did a lockdown Come out of lockdown, we're now tier three. So we're pretty much still lockdown. But you go over the bridge into um, the next county over, which is Essex, they're tier two. They can do pretty much anything. Like, it's like, and London, which I thought was mad. So the capital, where is most densely populated, is a tier two. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. It's fucking. oh, Oh, I'm just. I'm just bored of it now. It was supposed to be over by now.
1: <laughs> well, so far, I mean, like you guys are getting the,
0: uh, the you got uh, the vaccine, vaccines, yes, yeah,
1: coming out out there which Tuesday, again, right?
0: Which is which again is going to get my tin foil hat. I'm going to take it, my tin foil hat off. It's mad how these <laughs> are supposed. To, these vaccines are supposed to take ten years in in the making. Like, and they did it in ten months. It's like what? How did, how did you do that then? It's it's as though you already had it. Um, but then it, but then like conspiracy wise, not that I'm really into conspiracies, but you've obviously got this vaccine that's just appeared from nowhere. Um, in 10 months, which applaud that. But then you've got like, they're still doing cancer research, which has been going on for, I couldn't even tell you since forever since day dot, and they haven't killed that yet. It's fucking fucking madness.
1: It's insane. I I don't want to say
0: this. So a a buddy of mine who is fucking obsessed with everything conspiracy, you would think he was Eddie Bravo, um, but he's not. (laughs) He he put a post up the other day. He went, why would I take a vaccine that is 95% chance of being successful? when I have a 99.6% chance of surviving COVID anyway. He's <laughs> like, well, you got a point there.
1: He's got a point. He's got a point.
0: It's, like, a point. it's like, fair, fair play. I, I get it. I get it. But <laughs> fuck, it's just crazy, mate. It really is. Like, Yeah. Like my. It is one for you. So obviously, back going back to this tier system. So obviously, you can't in this tier three lockdown style. We pretty much can't do anything. So if you can work from home, you work from home. That sort of thing. Uh, you can't go out to restaurants. You can get a takeaway, but you can't go out to restaurants or, or go to the pub and drink. But my wife, who is a hairdresser, can go to work to cut someone's hair in close proximity. Yes, yeah, wear mask. she wears a mask and what have you, but it's like, hang on a minute. So a hairdresser and a, a beautician can do fucking nails and and fucking facials and shit, but I can't go to the pub and have a beer. And for ages, they closed the gyms. And it's like, so you're closing a gym, which helps you get fit and healthy, which will boost your immune system, but you're going to close that. But yet you can keep McDonald's open to get your Big Mac. Like I, I everything is a contradiction. Yeah, I, I was I was going through a bit of a, a thing with um the fitness thing. I, I was saying a few weeks ago that yes, the gyms are closing, but there are other avenues you can take. You can you can go out for a fucking run. You can do a boot camp style session out in the mud and just get fucking filthy and and what have you. Yeah. Uh, but I can see why people need the gym. Again, it's that social interaction in a way. Yes. Uh, and and gyms have that community, especially bodybuilders and fucking CrossFit athletes and, and jiu-jitsu practitioners. There's only so much jiu-jitsu you can do with a fucking, one of those jujitsu jitsu doll things without you. <laughs> and you feel like, hang on a minute, I could do with a, a, a partner to choke me out instead of fucking Bob the doll. Um, but yeah, it's, it's as though they want to lock us up. And it's it's tough. It's tough.
1: It's it's pretty good, but you know, so luckily I got <clears throat> luckily I got some. Uh, I live in a town where the, all that stuff is not really really closed. Uh, you know, we yeah. still like the, the the academy I train at. They keep it open, uh, and the gyms. As a matter of fact, the gyms around here are still open. Yeah. So. yeah. But bel- oh, well, literally now,
0: now we've come out of lockdown, the gyms are open, but we're in this like tier three, Is fucking which is pretty much locked Oh,
1: it doesn't make yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And the thing is that what's crazy is that even though everything is on lockdown, the fucking everything is still rising up. Everybody, the cases are still yeah. going it's up. up, like, up.
0: How is that happening? If we're if we're locked down and we're in these fucking who, who are these people that are fucking I'll tell you what it is, it's fucking biden's mystery fucking voters that he had that uh they were all dead
1: oh my god they go
0: into conspiracy theories
1: (laughs) oh i am not even gonna walk on that rope i am not (laughs) gonna walk on that line because every because like this like you know this whole entire getting back on the election stuff man it's just ridiculous man it was like me and my wife we sat there watching news i'm like I'm so tired of this election stuff. I'm like, it's just ridiculous. People.
0: It's funny to me though, because obviously a lot of people get really into it. Even over here, they get really into it. And it's funny when someone, someone loses and then it's like, no, they've cheated. They've done this. They've done that. It's like, have they, or did you just lose? Like, obviously when we, we've had quite a few different ones now. So we had obviously the main election where, uh, Prime Minister went into power. Yeah. That was an uproar because the left really wanted fucking Jeremy Corbyn to get it, and he didn't. So they were like, no, it's got to be a recount. He's got to have won it. No, he was demolished. Just fucking get over it. And <laughs> and the same with Brexit. It's like, even now, they're still moaning. They're like, well, we need it. We need to have a go, at, a go again over a referendum to get it. It's like, no, you lost. Just, how about you just Except the fact that you lost the election and, and the referendum and, and this and then just focus on making that happen so it's good for everybody and I and I, I was saying to one of my mates who obviously was, was a, um, he wanted to remain in, in Europe, I wanted to leave because that's, I wanted Britain to be Britain and not part of Europe but anyway that's another story and he was like, well what would you have done if we voted to remain. I went, well, then I would have just got on with it because that's how you voted. That's how the country voted. Deal with it. You put you put it to the nation, the nation voted, and then we deal with it. What happened was, you put it to the nation, we voted, and then you cried about it. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the same when, um, obviously, Trump first got in. Everybody, and the funny, what really cracks me up is the amount of people in the UK that give a shit, they're like, when fucking Trump first got in, they were like, oh, Trump's in, fucking world's gone mad. Uh, Why do you care? You don't live there. He's not affecting us. Oh, same thing. Oh
1: my God. I can't believe how much our election here, you know, has such an effect over across in other nations and other countries. It's like, I cannot believe it. Even, Even my... My in-laws, my family, my, my in-laws, cause my wife is not from uh, the States here. She's from uh, Cambodia. Even a fa- even the people in Cambodia and the other countries, third, a third world country, <laughs> they heard about what happened here in our election and they were losing their minds about it. I was like, oh my God, you guys got to, you know, you don't even live here. You guys I put. I put it on my,
0: my, on my Insta story. It's like, it's amazing how many Brits really give a shit about the Americans. It's got nothing to do with us we didn't vote <laughs> funny enough in fact we let you guys have the country so that you could do it yourself um no and i'm it's it's crazy and then and then it's obviously all the other things about biden and, and kids and what have you and epstein and blah blah blah, oh, blah. Like, jesus God. christ yeah you know it's like I, we all know epstein I, I, didn't kill himself it's not a problem <laughs> if anything It's one less pedo in the world because he did get fucking murdered or killed himself. Good. That's what I say. Good. (laughs) So many.
1: So, so, it's, yeah, it's just so many. All these, the insanity that's going on here just doesn't make sense. It's just,
0: you know, I don't understand why
1: people just, yeah, I, I don't understand why people just can't just, you know, it's just like going back on what you said, you know just deal with it i mean let's make that whatever happened happen let's, let's just make the whatever happened better for us man okay.
0: and and it's the same up. same sort of thing as well with um now now that biden's won i don't know if they're doing that fucking recount or what i'm not really i guess what don't really give a shit cuz not my president i don't have a president i have a queen and a prime minister so i'm happy um, but anyway it's it's like what do they think is going to happen now that he's going to come in? It's going to be exactly the same as any other president. Exactly the same. He'll promise you everything. And nothing, nothing will change. <laughs> He'll try and take the gun. It's not going to happen.
1: I don't even know what's going to happen. I mean, like to 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 me, to me for myself, my biggest concern is just, you know, taking care of my family. That's really it. They're 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 the they're the those qualified
0: one. worry about running the country. You just make sure your family's all right.
1: Exactly. You know, way. I mean myself, I, I didn't didn't I mean either e- either one affected me, whether it be pres whether whether it be Trump being president or whether it be Biden being president, they're gonna affect me. But the thing is, is that just as long as my family is still taken care of. Or I' I'm, or, or I'm being able to take care of my family. That's the only thing that really matters to me because the thing is that the, the thing that are the, the, for it's just like you, when you just said it's not, everything is always the same. everything's always the same. So they always bring up the same the same subjects when every time there's an election year. It's always health care. yeah it's always
0: immigration
1: and what, what is it? and there's always taxes taxes. That's, what, that's the only thing that they're always, always arguing about. And President, when President Obama came in, he did sort of make a great impact with the health care issue. You know, I I, I I applaud him on that. I applaud him for that one because he really did tackle that issue. But then, you know, it's always, they're still arguing about it, though. It, it still yeah. goes on. I, I understand why when, you know, I don't mind,
0: you know, each each president has done something different that worked for a, for a, a while. From what I've noticed, I'm not going to. I'm not some sort of fucking political genius or anything. Obviously, you had Obama that brought in. Is it Obamacare? Yes. Yeah. So the healthcare was working, sweet. Then you got Trump. That's come in. He what didn't he cut unemployment by a fucking huge margin and shit? And he brought in money, whatever. Yes. So he's done a fucking good job with that. It's like nobody's mentioned that. He just mentioned how much of a fucking loose cannon he is on Twitter. and But then again, you don't want your president being a loose cannon on Twitter and blocking people. That's weird. <laughs> um, but and then you've got this Biden. Uh, I'm sure he's going to do something when he gets in that will be pretty good. So it's like each person does best they can. Like At the end of the day, yeah, it. it's a popularity contest that you've given the power of a country to one man. <laughs> as Joe Rogan. But here's the like, here's a,
1: it's crazy. But here's the thing though. The, 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 here's the thing is that our government and same probably same thing, same thing with you guys. You guys got the parliament, correct? Yeah, the yeah. Parliament runs, they make the laws and the rules. It's the same thing as here. The congressmen, they're the one that make the rules and the, the laws here. And a lot of people they I mean they put the blame on just that one person. Yes he he's he's sort of like the I believe so everything got go through Congress and then goes through Senate and then President puts it in a law, so we have to talk. We it's the our congressmen's are the one that we have to deal yeah. with the, it, we we as the public we the one that put the people into the power. I mean, and the power is the congressmen's, and congressmen the congress owns, and a lot of times because we have to you got to look at it, we got career po- congressmen that's been in po- in politics for about in their thirty years, twenty years, and our president is only. Eight for the most our president can ever do is eight years,
0: yeah. So, how, how can we put change, the blame I'm not on it? Much if you still got the same, in, in yeah, in, exactly. This. And it's right, so that it's the same within the military as well. So, we, I, I used to call it dead man shoes. So, <laughs> so We're within, within my regiment, particularly, we, we would go obviously, you'd have a gunner, which would be myself, pretty much. and Our rank would be known as an SAC, which was a senior aircraftsman because I was in the Air Force, technically, Air Force Infantry. So you go senior aircraftsman, Lance Corporal, Corporal Sergeant, Flight Sergeant, Warrant Officer. And then if you wanted to fucking enlist, then obviously you could take commission. So you'd get basically, you'd go SAC, Lance Corporal, Corporal Sergeant quite quickly within reason. And then you, it, it would stop. And then you would have these flight sergeants and warrant officers that had been in for 30 plus years. And you're like, how are you still in? If you, if you guys move on, the rest of us could move up and you would have fresh, fucking knowledgeable troops that can pass it on. We had fucking, I, I swear we had a flight sergeant at one point that served in the Falklands War. And he was like, hang on a minute, (laughs) how has that happened? And you're trying to teach us tactics and that for the desert and you haven't even been out there. You've been stuck on training wing teaching people fucking Cold War tactics that's not going to work in the desert when you can't even see the person you're fighting. Yeah. And it's like, if you get rid of those, it will freshen up and everything will go fucking well and and, and will work. And this goes back full circle now, back to the mental health thing. So I'm part of a team called Inner Armor, which is um, positive psychology coaching. And what they do is they, they teach you – he doesn't like using the word tools, but he gives you the tools to deal with uh, depression, PTSD, anxiety, and things like that before they take hold. He yeah. so it, it teaches you all these different techniques. So once you start feeling a bit, you're like, oh, hang on a minute. I sort myself out. Um, however, so the young, the uh, the younger ranks that are serving in the military love it. Think it's a brilliant idea. Get it in, get it sorted. The upper echelon within, like the big wigs, they love it. They think it's good. It's this fucking giant middle section that still have that stigma behind them. <laughs> They're like, nah, it's not going to work. We're not going to vote for that. That's not coming in. It's like fuck off. It works, you idiots it's fucking frustrating um, but yeah it's like like you just said within within government itself you have all these politicians that weren't the cool kids at school that are now running the country <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so it's, frustrating it's, it's really, really it's, it, it really is it's so frustrating
0: and and you it's, can see why like like bars and restaurants and, and well mainly bars have that have those rules of don't talk politics and religion in a bar because it fucking oh, yeah, arguments.
1: That, that doesn't even happen in my, fucking, in my fucking dinner table, dude. Cause I mean, like, talk this shit around my, with my brother. Forget about it, man. He's gonna, we're gonna have ourselves a fucking goddamn, yeah, there's a guarantee somebody's gonna be walking out the house mad or somebody's gonna be getting, you know, really, you know, physical. Cause yeah. it's just really, it's, it doesn't make sense. And it's really, really frustrating. And go it all goes back to why can't we just fucking.
0: Everybody let things
1: everybody. be? Yeah, exactly. You know, just what's done is done. So let's just move on with it. You know, it's just, it's just like myself, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm a, i am i am i am done i am was, I'm half of a man now. Fucking suck it up and keep going. Suck it up and drive on. Fuck dude. He's, I'm not gonna fucking sit around and remorse over you know what had happened. You find that
0: going back to like your injuries and what we sort of mentioned, you you tend not to see that you obviously would have gone through those moments of, of of being down and 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 shit. Obviously, you literally just discovered that you're half a man or half the man you used to be. Should I say? Yep. But you find that most um, veterans that have suffered injuries like that literally have that moment briefly and then it's right i need to fucking get out of this and get moving and i think that is really inspiring for, for me personally and, and motivating that you can see someone with traumatic injuries like that that take their moment when they need it but most of the time it's no nope, i need to keep going i need to make make the best of this situation that i am now in And it's it's, yeah, and um, honestly, now it really is really motivating and really inspiring to see veterans that have got these injuries that still going back to the Invictus Games and the Warrior Games and things like that. I've never I've never sat watching a a TV show with so much pride and and being so inspired and seeing seeing the veterans from all nations fucking smashing it out and even even going even. To the Paralympics, seeing these. I, I watched that documentary. I can't remember what the documentary is now. It's gone out of my head. There's a documentary on Netflix all about um, the Paralympians and how they started the Paralympic Games and where it originated from, and seeing and and how most people think that the power in in Paralympics stands for paraplegic when it doesn't. It stands for parallel because you'll you're just as important. You're just the same as the able-bodied guys.
1: Yeah.
0: And I watched that and I was fucking inspired by that. I was like, this is fucking incredible. And then, even every year, every year, every four years that the Olympics is on, I'm like, is it four or is it six? Every four. Every four years, yeah. So it's like, it's fucking, it's like, wow. Like, I can't do that and I'm fucking able-bodied inverted commas i've got all my limbs i'm i'm i have a i have a few down days sure with my ptsd and my depression but other than that spot on like you see people launching fucking javelins fucking (laughs) almost hundreds of meters and it's like i can't even do that fucking normally it's like (laughs) seeing like like going back to um guest of the show mark ornrod and is and when you see him on the rowing machine, he's doing a rowing and he's got got his arm like physically attached to it, his like prosthetic arm and he's powering through. And he's like, he's putting up numbers that I can't do on a rowing machine and he's missing three limbs and I've got all mine. It's it's like, that's kind of embarrassing, but it just shows the dedication and determination that, that you guys have to make yourself better. In in plain terms,
1: we, we could. You, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I can't speak for you know for anybody, anyone else but myself. But uh, for myself, it was really just making myself better, but also making myself whole again, and making myself be uh, you know someone equal to those that are able bodied You know, um, but you know, it's also at the same time. But if if I were to still dwell on on my situation at that time, if I was still dwelling on my missing limbs and stuff like that, I would have fucking missed this entire fucking journey. Where yeah. you know everything would have just went past by me, man. Like you know, like I said, when I started riding my bike again, I met so many great people. I did the marathon ride, boom. Then I, you know, go out and start training. I, I'm so surprised at how many people you know I can outlift, so many people. I can out deadlift some, so many people. I can out you know, because of to just prove people what I can do, but it's not to just at the same time. It's not just proving people wrong. It's just enjoying your life, man. Going out there and living life and having fun. Don't fucking dwell on the fucking negative shit. You know that is. It's because the negative stuff is what's really gonna really really kill you at the end. Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely. I before jujitsu. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. You know. I'm not, you know, I'm not promoting jujitsu, saying jujitsu is the sport for anybody. But before jujitsu, you know, I was, I was, I was powerlifting. I was also cycling, but I was also pushing around 300 pounds. Uh, but then, after jujitsu, I mean, like when I started jujitsu, I dropped. I'm, I'm down to like, uh, in my weight class, I'm at 195, 190 pound now, and but. I wouldn't have found the fun that I'm having now or living life that I am now because even when I I was at that heavyweight, I couldn't, I wasn't able to do a lot. You know, I wasn't able to walk around a lot because I was so fucking heavy that my limbs would hurt so, my residual limbs, like my hips and my back would hurt so bad. But I mean, I was able to walk, but I was constantly walking in pain though. But you know, to just go out there and then lose the weight, but now I'm living life now because I'm actually I lost the weight, but I'm also going out on journeys where I'm meeting new people and I'm living life. You know, I'm not. I'm not. Instead of dwelling on the fucking past, I go out there and I try to fucking live it, man. Because God, life is too damn short. It is. And, it's too darn short, man. When within the blink of an eye, I almost lost everything, and you know, and the heroes that saved me brought me back. And, and there's nothing left to do for me to do but just raise my family and live the life to the fullest, man. That's the guy's honest truth there.
0: And that's what we want. That's what we want. Life is too short, so life is way too short. Why you got it? And and, and, I, and a, a near-death experience like you, like yourself, going like losing both your limbs and what have you, it must make you appreciate life that much more. And I think a lot of people need to realise that, that with a blink of an eye, it could be over.
1: Well, it just, uh, I, Yeah, people don't realise that within a bl- blink of an eye. I mean, exactly. I, I even came... I mean, that's why I, I, I'm so I'm so happy to just be here speaking with you about this, because, you know, I I would just love to speak to, you know, and mention people like get out there and, you know, you can share this in your podcast. So I'm so happy to be here because I want to let people know. I mean, it, life is just too short. It's too short. I tell my wife all the time. My wife is always sometimes she's concerned about money and finance and stuff yeah. like that. I say, babe. I said, babe, we got a roof over our head. We got food on the table, and I could carry. I could give a sh- You know, at least we got each other, and our kids are healthy. I'm healthy. That's all they that really matter. I'm, right because... I'm forever
0: telling my missus like she's she gets stressed over things that are out of her control. She has that that part of her anxiety flares up. Like whatever the decision that going back to politics, whatever the decision the prime minister's about to make, she starts panicking, and it's like it's out of your control. We need to worry about what we can do within the house, and and at the minute we're fine. We're, we've got a, a little build going on. We're getting our uh, fucking utility room fixed up. That's starting to look good. We've got a roof over our head. Two beautiful kids. Decent incomes now from, from the pair of it. It's like it's like I've always said to her, and and she, I usually say it in a jokey way. Um, like I've got my wife, I've got my daughters. I've got a house that's my own. I've got a decent job. In theory, I've completed life. I've completed it. Now I'm just living. I'm now I'm just living it, and
1: that's it. Anything that's I it. do that's now it. is extra. And, and and that's what I meant when I said when I was mentioning to you earlier. All that really matters is just being able to take care of my family. That's the only thing that really matters. I I, I didn't I didn't put it in that way. in what you when you said you know, it's out of our control, but yes, you're absolutely right. It is totally out of our control. So the only thing that really matters is just like you said. We got food on the table. We got our own house, and we just got to take care of ourselves. You know, that's the, our most important things that really matters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and just live it, man. Live your damn life to the fullest. Is, when when I say to the fullest, I don't mean going out there and go fucking jump yeah. out of a fucking, or you know, jump out of a fucking yeah, skydiving the, and like
0: that. Let's let's tone it down a little bit. When, when we say live to the fullest, we don't expect you to go and start smoking crack. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just take it easy. Um. I don't want you guys. I don't want them to go out there and take chances on, on
1: ridiculous stuff. But yeah, yeah. It's just, just live life where where we can control ourselves. You know what I'm saying? The stuff that we can't control, let's just let it be, let it go. But you know, don't fucking live in in where we're like cut ourselves from society and. Yeah, and not go take chances. Whether and be like, you know, go do, go do, go out there and do, have fun and and, and mingle, mingle with people in life, mingle with people in society, <laughs> you, people. you know. And, yeah,
0: especially exactly. kind of like life. myself, people
1: like me and you right now. I, I, yeah. I truly enjoy this moment or, or time right here. It's, it's it's really, really, it really means a lot that, that I can sit here and spew something with you, or shoot the shit with you, or like you said, chew the f- fat. and you know fucking have some fun yeah yeah have some fun and speak some you know and share our minds and share our thoughts and go out there and and if if the stuff that we do the stuff that i say or the stuff that you show can help somebody out so be it i'm so fucking happy that i'm able to be here and just shoot you know share it you know um it's because A lot of our veterans, our brothers and sisters in arms, man, they, they, they feel like they're alone all the time. And I was there once, once I was there. Uh, Luckily, you know, I I have a amazing group of people that fucking backed me up and took me in, whether it be my family, my jujitsu team, my, you know, veterans that are there that, that, you know, that that have been there and they, they they you know they tossed their hand out to me and they said here you know take take my hand you know walk yeah. with me let's let's yeah. let's let's do this I think, let's do this shit together
0: yeah and i think what we need to all sort of learn and, and appreciate and and do more is that it, as as a community because you find that as awesome as the veteran community can be at times it can also be the opposite, and yeah. there's a lot of jealousy and a lot of um, people out there that that can be hurtful. And and I, I've had it before where I, I've been trolled um, for starting the podcast. But what we need to do is is exactly what you said is hold your hand out and say take take a walk with me. Listen, talk, share, yeah. experience, express yourself. Yeah, yeah. We we we've all fought, we've all been there, we've all done things. Some people have done more, some people have done less. Who gives a fuck? We've all strapped on the uniform and represented our country in our own way or service. Yes, yes, yes. So just be kind to everyone that's done it. You don't know what you don't know what fucking Karen and fucking Joe, dickhead, down the road, has done that is different to what you've done. They could be yeah. going through a divorce at home, and yet you're trying to dig them out for something that you don't even know. So, uh, like, we've, yeah. like we've covered this whole fucking podcast, everybody love everybody, and just be fucking. Yeah, calm.
1: exactly, man. Just be kind of fucking one another. I mean, like, so be it, man. It's ah oh, fuck. Yeah, I I just. I can't believe I can't believe how some you know people can't just grasp their minds and just figure out how we just can just get along you know I mean this is I am so lucky like I said I am very very lucky there are points and times I mean I loathe myself for feeling myself you know and, and yeah. you know and it's but then I was just so lucky that people came to my rescue and came to my aid and I, and I, at one point I was just so proud of myself that I didn't want to fucking admit that I needed that fucking help. Yeah. But the thing is, the the That's first thing we, the mean, hardest,
0: I the mean, hardest, hardest part is, is it the, is and asking because to it's like, to help. Yeah, yeah, especially as veterans, as, as veterans
1: that have been there, we, like I say we were so proud, you know, strong. And then all of a sudden we had. And, and people look at us, they think that, it, but we're fucking human too, man, yeah. we're, we're, we're fucking human. The, this this thing is not, you know, this thing right here, it's not fucking built in a way where we're supposed to, it's not bulletproof, you know, this thing, exactly. this thing in our head is not bulletproof. You know, the, like you said, people go through things different ways in different, you know, situations. I mean, uh, but for those that don't know, they need to be mindful of those that have been there and done that and yeah. seen it. And for those that have been there and done that and have seen it, they need to uh, put down that wall, put down that shield and, you know, grab a hold of somebody and or go out there and find somebody and just speak, speak just talk, just talk. I mean, I'm so glad that you got this podcast going because I, the first thing that the first thing in my in my rehabilitation, getting back into society, th- well, when I got in, there was no such thing as podcasts yet. No, you know? <laughs> no. But but you know, this is a sort of a therapy session right here. So, yeah. but I didn't speak to no therapist. I didn't see no no. no. It was just me speaking to my friends,
0: yep. my it's brothers and arms. You know, I, I did. A, yeah, I went, I went through therapy um, for a little bit it was strange it was strange but also I don't mean talking to a complete stranger like yeah i opened up a lot but now i use the podcast as like i refer to it as my journey and my journal through through my mental health journey and yeah this is my this is my therapy having having like minded people on the show having people that i've never spoke to never met and just Fucking talking. And like I've said from the very beginning, it doesn't matter if I'm talking about how I'm feeling. That doesn't always matter because the the sense of happiness and the sense of just talking, it, it brings a whole new positive light back into me. Like, I'll go into the house now and I'll be fucking full of beans. I'll be well, well, chuffed. Just be like, what are you so happy? And, I, and I, again, I'll be like, I've got your best mate. And she's like, you've never met these people. I was like, it doesn't matter. They're, they're now now friends. They're now friends of the show. They're now guests of the show. They're not just, you know, it's just it's... different. Like she, she doesn't fully understand how good it makes people feel. Just have a have a chat.
1: Oh my oh, God! I it's that's, that's
0: Actually, a bit of a lie because she's a hairdresser, so that's all she does is chat all day. <laughs> um, so she's therapy for for other people that have the haircut. Um, yeah,
1: it's it's just nice. No, I totally agree. It's a, it's, yeah, it's just it's just speaking to like minded people, and everybody knows what, where we've been and what we've done, and and we just got to get out there and just got to share it, man. Share share our journey, share our, our thoughts, and share our, our highs and share our lows uh, but the thing is it's it's the first thing to do in in helping one another and getting better to me that that's that's my own personal opinion oh, you know totally I, I can't <laughs> totally
0: agree and i'm just gonna quickly just say that thank you very much for coming on on the show and and sharing it's been it's been truly amazing and, and very inspire, inspiring seeing how much you've grown as a, as a person through, through your injuries and how it hasn't hindered hindered you in, in any way. You're still fucking smashing it, smashing life. It's fucking really inspiring. And hopefully it oh, inspires man. other people that listen to the show, all three listeners that I've got. <laughs> <laughs> you got me now. Hey, So you got four now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I'm so I'm, I'm so happy. I'm, I'm very, very happy. Thank you so much. No, I, I fucking like I mentioned to Josh and I thank thank you, Josh, for uh, yeah. putting, putting me on with this guy, Uh, you know, because it's I I, I I never done this before. And if if there's any way, some sort of way that I can help out a brother or a sister in arms, a veteran or somebody. I'm 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 all for it, and if, yeah, if speaking I, I, about,
0: no, I'm I'm another one that if I if I see anyone, um, veteran wise that ever wants to come on from from your side of the pond, and at my side of the pond, if any veteran wants to come on, I bend over backwards to have a veteran on. If I had a fucking blue tick, fucking whoever the fuck that pops up and says I'll do it, I'll go wait a second. I've got <laughs> like a veteran is more important to me for for the show than, than a than a. Than a blue ticker yes a blue ticker might get me a few more listens but that's not what the show is about and i say that to my daughters all the time the show isn't about me becoming famous it's never it's never been about that it's about a journey and uh, and about helping others and yeah again tan thank thank you very much for coming on and
1: unfortunately no, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna
0: have to pull the plug because one i'm desperate for a pee, and 2 I'm hungry as shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, same here. Dude. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it very much. Hey, anytime you uh, anytime, anytime I'm I'm here, man. All right. Yeah. I thank you very much for having I'll de- me. On, de- I'll man. definitely I'm have you I'm back. Very... I'll
0: that to be fair, every single guest I've I've said is exactly that the same thing because every single guest has been just as open and 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 brilliant as yourself. And it goes for everybody that's out there that's listened, that has been a guest, more than welcome to come on. You know, this will be episode 91 so we're getting close to 100 so when it comes to 100 i think i'll be getting some more guests on and doing like a like a reel of, of different guests coming on which is which is my idea nice. but nice. Yeah, that's for another time but i am busting for a pee. so <laughs> 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 had, a great time, had
1: a great time thank you very much thank you thank you